Hello and welcome to D Up Podcast. This is Louis Spalletta. Thank you for taking a seat at the table. I really, really appreciate it. The free agency craziness bonanza has continued. Houston Rockets, the LA Lakers. I mean, there's fireworks. This is better than a Netflix drama. No one expected to see Kawhi and Paul land in LA. That is the Clippers. And who would have expected this next one? Russell Westbrook, not going to the Miami Heat, but landing in Houston with James Harden. We're going to get to the Lakers and that whole team in a little bit, but let's stick on Russell Westbrook. Just as fresh off yesterday, getting traded to the Rockets. Now, my first impulsive reaction was, obviously, this isn't going to work. You have Russell Westbrook and James Harden, two slashers to the rim, one that throws up, actually two that throw up really, really unprecedented looks at the basket. So um, there's a lot of craziness in that gunfire that's going to be happening on the Houston Rockets. That's my impulsive reaction. I was like, this is the worst trade that ever happened because you can't, these are not complimentary stars. One jacks up threes and the other jacks up threes. One jacks up uh, the, uh, just uh, unruly two-point shots, mid-range shots as well, and that's Russell Westbrook. So you have two guys that really are not disciplined, and then a coach that's not the best disciplinarian in D'Antoni, I think it's a horrible move. Now, why I think it's a great move for the Rockets is this. Uh, the Rockets would have been stuck with Chris Paul, and they found a way to move Chris Paul's contract. Now, Chris Paul is certainly not the player he used to be, whereas Russell Westbrook is. And Russell Westbrook can bring firepower. He brings that intensity. Chris Paul seems to be out of all intensity. Chris Paul is 34, getting a little older, and worth tons of money on his contract. So what the Rockets did <clears throat> when I stepped back was a better move than I initially thought um, you, in the sense that you got rid of Chris Paul uh, but you on the same token brought in the worst guy in the world to pair with a James Harden I don't know how those guys are gonna share the ball and they'll probably wind up taking the bulk of their team shots about 75% of their team shots which is crazy to think about now <clears throat> uh, Paul George did flourish with with uh, Russell Westbrook as a teammate, all right. So maybe James Harden can 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 flourish with Russell as his teammate. Remember, Paul George averaged twenty eight a game, and James Harden <clears throat> can can be a guy to put insane numbers on the board. Yet playing off the ball might be a problem for him, like he's shown in the past. James works with the ball in his hands, so does Russell Westbrook. So. Um, where does that where does that take us? We're gonna have to see when the chemistry unveils itself on the court. Now uh, the Houston Rockets uh, they traded away some of their future about four future draft picks, uh, pick swaps, all that good stuff. And uh, uh, Daryl Moore, the GM, thinks that this is gonna work out. He likes to get those star, those big names, uh, to get the fans in the seats. He's like, he likes the marquee guys, and uh, that's his that's his style of, of, of putting together a team. Uh, can't fault him for that. Uh, there's a lot of my friends that think that he made a good decision by uh, by taking on Westbrook. 
Uh, I initially thought it was a horrible, like I said, it was a horrible idea at first, but then stepping back at it, I see. But it's not like they're going to win the championship. That's not on the table. At any given day, the Rockets can beat any given team. That's if the ball is going in the basket. So that being said, uh, it's are they going to beat a team four out of seven, an elite team four games out of seven? No. That's not going to happen, especially with uh, the the elite uh, LA Clippers in that conference. You got the Lakers, and uh, in my opinion, they're certainly not better than either of those teams. I think where the Rockets need to go in this quest for a championship is to the glass, rebounding. Um, now it's it's about when those guys miss, who's going to hit the offensive boards, right? Um, your, your defense isn't going to be so great with these two, with Russell Westbrook and, and Harden. So what can you build with? I would say you need to add some rebounding because your offense obviously is going to be high octane, high pace, lots of shots going up. Um, you got to add some rebounding. And, and Capella hasn't been doing it this year. It's been, it's been unbelievable. I watched him, and I feel like he was a, he was a shell of himself energy-wise. Who, who knew if he was hurt or not? You never know with these guys, but... Uh, he wasn't he, he wasn't playing like he played the, the previous year in my opinion uh, these the Rockets have uh, some tough guys on the team but they need to to you know keep the Eric Gordons they need to keep those those tougher guys or, and bring some some guys in because you got to complement these two stars now now moving on to the Lakers the Lakers have made some crazy moves um, one one position that they said they were going to uh, address was point guard, and they're moving LeBron James to the point guard. The coach hasn't confirmed that, but there is some expert sources on the inside that say that LeBron James will be playing the point guard. Right now, the Lakers have a very dangerous team, and, and this is what the Lakers roster consists of. They added Danny Green to knock down the three and play D. You have Avery Bradley, a tough, tough guard, uh, from Boston. I mean, he can play with anyone. He's a great defensive player. Uh, you got Troy Daniels, Kyle Kuzma, we know him, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Jared Dudley, and you have Rondo, you have Quinn Cook, uh, Caruso, Davis, DeMarcus Cousins, JaVel McGee. I mean, this is one strong team. Not a lot of guys that can create off the dribble. LeBron might be the only one. Oh, oh we forgot. Anthony Davis. I said Davis, but you know who I meant, AD. Um, so you have you have a, a bunch of super super talented, battle tested dudes. Uh, Kyle Kuzma uh, is a young buck that's going to be proven to to be a, a wonderful uh, keep in this whole this whole uh, transition the Lakers have went through. You'll see he'll have a, a career year this year. Uh, Kuzma is a, is a really young, versatile player. Uh, if he could create his own shot, he would really help this Laker team this year. I mean, it's going to be wonderful to see the Clippers and the Lakers going at it like animals, like beasts in the West. Wonderful to see the battle for L.A. I, I genuinely think that the Clippers are a better team. They have the better, uh, uh, definitely the best three guys since Jordan, Pippen, and Harper uh, across the lane in terms of the uh, trio of defense. What, what a perimeter defensive team we have. Kawhi Leonard, I mean, the best defender in the league. You're going to put him with Mr. Pitbull himself, Patrick 
Beverly and then long and very good defensive player called George. Those are three Dobermans you don't want to see bringing the ball up. I remember with the Bulls, Lon Harper, George, and Pippen, those guys were scary to bring the ball over half court for. Sometimes you couldn't even bring it over half court. I believe that's what Doc Rivers is going to have the Los Angeles Clippers do. He's going to bring out the dogs. He's going to sick the dogs. And, and you're going to see some defensive stellar play that's a very rare in the NBA today. Clippers would, be, Clippers would be the best defensive team in the NBA. And no matter how much offensive power, firepower the Lakers have, that is so much firepower to have on that military firing squad when you, when you, when you have that defensive line like the L.A. Clippers. Um, I, as I said, LeBron might be one of the only guys who could create his own shot on the Lakers. And unfortunately, that's what you're going to have to do on these Los Angeles Clippers to score. Um, these guys are going to run out. They're going to switch really well. They're high IQ. They can communicate with each other. It's going to be one of the best defensive schemes and, and, and executions that the West has ever seen. I really wish the Golden State Warriors were at full strength against this L.A. Clipper team because uh, it would have boggled my mind to imagine what Steph, Clay, uh, and KD would look like going up against this Clipper team. Going back to the Lakers, uh, it's been reported that Ty, Kawhi Leonard um, didn't really have that much of intentions of going to the L.A. Lakers because uh, of LeBron James and having that almost unfair super team. He wanted his team to be his team, Kawhi Leonard's team, and his thumbprint all over it. Sticking on the Lakers, uh, I think DeMarcus Cousin was, uh, when I watched him play in the playoffs, he was extremely slow. He's going to have to get into that shape, that, that real basketball shape this year and drop some pounds and get quick. Uh, work the footwork. If he's going to help this Lakers team, he's going to be the big, the big variable, I feel, in this whole equation. If he can play at the highest level, the Lakers are dangerous. If he can't play at the highest level, they're not so dangerous. He's the, he's the X factor, in my opinion. In the ongoing crazy Knicks saga... Uh, that is somewhat of a horror show over the last years, um, they were able to uh, attract, and, and, and in a great way, in my opinion, and, uh, uh, a very good free agent, Marcus Morris from the Boston Nets, uh, excuse me, from the Boston Celtics. You know, uh, Marcus Morris had committed to be playing with the Spurs uh, $10 million a year for two years and agreed verbally yet backed out of the deal and went and signed with the New York Knicks uh, for $15 million for one season, and he decided that his family was a huge factor in this decision. Now, I think it's great for New York because he brings back, he's one of the only guys that bring back that New York toughness on defense. I do believe the Knicks have improved their team this year in terms of defensive prowess and toughness, and I feel Marcus Morris rounds it out and fits that build. I mean, <clears throat> the Knicks have a bunch of really good young players, and they have two veterans in Taj Gibson and Marcus Morris to lead the way. Uh, I feel the Knicks can make the playoffs this year, believe it or not. I can't even believe I'm, I'm saying that. I don't know if it's a good thing to make the playoffs at an 8 or a 7 seed. I don't know in today's game. Maybe you don't. Maybe you want to get another draft pick. But um, that was the Knicks' decision was to, to um, obviously get better. And uh, they, 
you don't have to go over. They struck out on all of the, the top tier free agents, but um, instead of becoming really sucky, they have now uh, gotten to be what I feel in the playoff arena again. So here we are with a competitive NBA. We love it. I mean, there are legit seven teams that can win the NBA title next year. I really believe that. I do believe that the LA Clippers are the front runner. Don't get me wrong. I'm going with them as the front runner in the West, and I'm going with the Philadelphia 76ers from what I don't see right now. That's why, because on paper, I think it's all good for what I just told you. Um, I'll have to see how the Boston Celtics play as well with Kemba before I say that in the East, but LA clear-cut favorite in the West, and I'm going with Philadelphia in the East. That's my early prediction. Uh, all the free agents really have landed right now, so I can make that prediction. Um, have to see what goes on in the summer league, which guys are are um, really producing there. But uh, I, for now, that's what I see. It's it's great. The first time in a long time we have a competitive field, and it's something that all NBA fans should be really happy about. We have the super teams that are gone. We went from the three stacked team to now teams that have the big two, and it seems like. Great, great players are coming in pairs these days, you know, and it was cemented with this last free agent, uh, with this last trade with uh, uh, Paul and, why is it slipping me, Paul and Westbrook. Uh, so now Westbrook is the big man with James Harden, another big man, you know, as an elite, not tall, but these are elite players that are playing together, whether or not they're going to work or not, we've talked about that already, but... These guys are big-time guys. Uh, so the, the, the NBA is, seems to be breaking them off into two. You have Kawhi and Paul. Uh, just go down every team's ro roster and pair them up. Steph and, Steph and Clay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's pretty interesting. You know, there's no Golden State super team. Uh, there's no now Lakers super team because that was thwarted by Kawhi, changing the whole landscape of the NBA. Thank you for that, Kawhi. Um, you have no uh, Miami Heat big three, which is great. No Cleveland Cavaliers big three. So we're out of that era finally. We can watch and not hate. I want to hear, I w really want to hear what you guys think. I want to hear your voice. Tell me who you think the best team in the NBA. Like, give me the best three. Go on my Instagram. It's Lewis Edward Valletta. And that's my Facebook as well, Lewis space Edward space Valletta. DM me, like, follow, all that stuff. But I want you to tell me, who do you think are the top three teams in the NBA? I want to hear from you because there, it's like I said, the landscape is all even right now. And it's the first time in a while that things are, are exciting. And I feel that the fanship will be high this year. I think that fans will be more engaged because we don't know who's going to win. Um, uh, I told you my favorites. Now you tell me yours. I, I feel the MVP this year, it will be Kawhi Leonard. Uh, that's my pick for MVP. I told you uh, Philadelphia and LA in the finals. You tell me who's going to have a breakout year. I want to hear who's going to win MVP, who's going to Who's going to be the best defensive player of the year? Who's going to the finals? I want to hear from you, you guys. I really want to, uh, uh, I like to take polls of my friends, but let's go and, and, and I'm going to open it up to you guys. 
So make sure you message me and tell me all the time what you want to talk about. That way I have a, a better idea of what you want to hear about. It helps me tailor my material to you guys. So uh, I value your opinion very highly. I want you guys to be the inside source I get information from. There's a lot of things, 90% of the things I don't see. You know, collective consciousness, we all are going to chip into the pot and we all help each other uh, with our views and, and uh, our analysis and our analysis because uh, we all are experts in our, in our own minds and um, we, we should share our thoughts. So, uh, like I said, message me, Lewis uh, underscore Edward underscore Balletta, and I want to hear what you guys think. Now, uh, I'm going to have some nice interviews coming up in the next two months that I'm going to be posting here. I'll be, uh, it'll be on the Up podcast, of course, on Apple, and you guys know um, my interviews are, are very fun. So I ask all the questions uh, that other guys probably wouldn't ask. And, and I like to get behind the player's mind, behind their eyes, and, and see perspective from, from their point of view. So remember, D-Up Podcast, I want you to tell your friends, refer people that you love, that love basketball and that you love to my show. Uh, the more downloads, the better. Remember, it's free. So tell as many people as you can to download my podcast because frankly I love doing this and I love to spread the information and spread the love so please please stay tuned yourself and always spread the word I'll be back here next week to update you on all of the free agency I'll talk to you soon
Sports betting is sweeping across the country faster than the coronavirus, and wagering week is your antidote. I'm Tom Martin, and I'm a veteran sports analyst and respected sports handicapper who helped build ESPN's brand. I've been recognized and awarded by Pro Football Weekly and Gaming Today magazine as the honest handicapper. Let the other guys give you the same old boring sports talk with the same tired storylines. We'll give it to you straight here every Friday on Wagering Week. Don't gamble with other podcasts. Let Sports Garden Network's Wagering Week help your bottom line.